0: Welcome to B2B Marketing Needs Don Draper, brought to you by True. For too long, B2B has lacked creativity and inspiration, leading to alarming declines in effectiveness, and marketing departments being slowly devalued more and more within their organizations. We're here to change that by getting under the skin of what it really means to be a highly effective B2B marketer we'll be speaking to some of the brightest minds in the industry to discuss what they're doing to be a bit more, well, Don Draper. And now, here's your host, Stuart Black. Joining us today on B2B Marketing Needs Don Draper is Bernard Kanzler, Head of Marketing and Innovation at Packaging and Paper Specialist Mondi. Bernhard has worked across a range of areas, B2B customer experience, digital marketing, marketing automation, brand experience, business development and innovation. So there's lots to talk about. Bernard Kanzler, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Stuart. Thank you for having me.
0: It's a pleasure. So first off, what does being a bit more Don Draper mean to you?
1: I think this means to me actually being honest, true to yourself and also invest into your colleagues and team members.
0: And you've got a colourful background. You've lived in India, Austria, Germany, Russia, you speak several languages, but you've spent your entire career at Mondi. So how does someone who loves to travel so much spend so much time with one company? What kept you there so long?
1: I love the travelling, exploring new cultures, countries. Nevertheless, moving to many places in my past also showed to me that how valuable it is to have and to be rooted somewhere. Have a stable foundation from which you can develop and evolve In the private world, this is Vienna in Austria to me now. Professionally, that's Mondi. Over the last 16 years, Mondi has provided me with a fantastic home base to develop and grow, also internationally. And this is in many diverse areas like sales, marketing, business development, and even in the technical team, which my former boss always called the dark side at Mondi. So (laughs) finally, the most important thing for me was um, to be in a company also where you have entrepreneurial empowerment and freedom to shape things. And I have received that at Mondi as a corporate company, which I really find great, I must say.
0: That's good. So you're enjoying being there? Very much so. So let's talk a little bit about Mondi. You're a global leader in packaging and paper. Who are your typical clients and what problems do you solve for them?
1: Yeah, Mondi is uh, providing sustainable solutions in many areas of packaging, starting from paper shopping bags or even special elements of diapers. So we are selling to converters in the packaging area. However, in the business unit I'm part of, that's uh, uncoded fine paper, our typical customers are merchants, big OSR companies or office supply and retail companies. But most importantly, we do have a lot of customers also at the second tier of our customer base, like printers or converters there as well. Our products are typically known for A4 office use, so if you print at home or if you print in the office, um, in a typical office printer. But we also do uh, professional printing papers, for instance, um, like material for corporate identity, business cards, books and magazines. An exciting new area we're actually working in is luxury packaging, so things where you box your watches or clothing.
0: And can you give us an idea of the scale of the company and how you're spread out across the globe?
1: Yeah, Mondi is really a, a global paper and packaging company. We are originally coming from South Africa. We are based in London and Vienna. We are actually enlisted at the London Stock Exchange and in Johannesburg. And our business is spread from, Latin America North America to Europe, Africa and Asia. So truly a global company serving customers worldwide. And um, yeah, developing and evolving quickly.
0: And how big is the office where you are in Vienna?
1: Vienna, it's the corporate uh, office where we have the most employees. Somewhere between six, seven hundred people are working here for the various packaging business units and also obviously for the paper business unit I'm working for.:
0: So it's a, a substantial company, and your role now is head of marketing and innovation. Many people might think innovation and paper is an oxymoron since paper is you know it's been around you know as long as we have. How would you respond to that?
1: Yes, so uh, that's a typical thing. So I'm head of marketing innovation for Uncoated Fine Papers or the paper business unit. And many people from the outside think this paper is a simple product. But actually, paper is an incredible and versatile product. You can have different shades, colors, thicknesses. You can have smooth and rough surfaces. And you have different fibers as well. So you do not only get fibers from trees, but, for instance, also from grass. And if you feel grass paper, you immediately touch a true piece of nature. And I think in the area of digital media consumption after pandemic and so on, which has been rising so much, people are really yearning for this extra sensation of feeling, touching something. And with paper, we are able to provide this extra twist in our communication mix. And last but not least, I think it's also important to say that innovation does not stop with the paper product. But there are many elements surrounding the product. So services or special marketing campaigns, for instance, integrated marketing campaigns, like we have been developing with True, um, like Catching Fields, which just recently won an award.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I think since we've all been locked down for so long, that that sensory experience, that touch is something we're all longing for. Um, I'd quite like to have a go on that grass paper that you're talking about. It sounds very interesting. Yeah, it is For those new to the industry, can you explain how things were done historically? What did the paper industry look like a few years ago? And what's the innovation Mondi is introducing?
1: Yeah, the paper industry in general is relatively traditional. And uh, many years ago, Mondi would have served and sold to merchants as a distribution partner. There were a few merchants in the market But it then also became clear that things need to evolve. If you want to be a customer-centric organization delivering true innovation like Mondi wants to do, you need to be much closer also to the actual user of the paper, such as printers or publishers, or to the decision makers, such as advertising agencies or brand owners. Digitalization is the big enabler here for us, because that suddenly meant that we could interact, talk, listen, especially not to tens, but thousands of customers and we could address their needs support them on the technical side provide inspiration for new projects etc and develop unique new products for those special needs so building up a full set of digital and analog tools to start the conversation with the customer base with that that was what we have been starting doing uh, a few years ago
0: yeah, so marketing at Mondi has really evolved uh, under you, especially. Um, so what was your philosophy of marketing coming in? And what has it become as your experience has grown?
1: Yeah, I think uh, when we started in marketing in the past, then we had our customer, direct customer in view. that was the merchant distribution pub. And we really went through a fundamental shift over the last three and a half years, 180 degrees, you could almost say. So Uh, We were focused on those large merchant customers, and suddenly we decided, let's talk to our real customer base, those thousands of paper users and influencers around Europe. And in this regard, we employed elements of design thinking, so for instance, a persona-based approach to put the needs of those customers at the center of what we are doing. So, suddenly we started talking about a Natasha persona or a Marco persona representing an advertising agency or a printer. And at every occasion, we asked ourselves, What would Natasha expect of us now? What can we do to fulfill her need? And that was a really radical change in the perspective to before, where we asked, How can we sell this product to a merchant or distribution partner? So, the most enabling aspect in this regard, however, I need to say also, was this common vision. We had in our management team at of Fire Paper we together. So despite being the paper industry, we said we embrace digitalization as an opportunity. And that was the core element to drive that change, also in marketing.
0: And you mentioned before that you developed these two personae of Marco and Natasha to such degree that they've come to feel like real people around the office to everybody working there.
1: Absolutely. So we we describe them with pictures, we know how old they are, if they have kids or not, and they are present uh, in a visual sense and almost then also present in a physical sense. And that is so important to make them part of every conversation, not to leave out uh, who is buying and using your product.
0: It's a very clever way to shift the culture around. So you're thinking more about what the typical customer wants. Uh, rather than focusing on a few big clients, as you say, 180 degrees from where you were previously. So how easy was it to get the senior leadership team to buy into this idea?
1: Yeah, I think the most important aspect here was that we all share the common vision as a, a management team. So in Mondi, I think there was a clear view that the market is changing, that the management team saw that there's the opportunity with digitalization And if you want to be a customer-centric organization, understand what the customer really wants and really make communication as something between humans, enabling um, connection between humans and civilizations, you could say. That was this common framework we were given. And the other key success was also that we have the right people on board. We have fantastic colleagues, creatives who are highly motivated to contribute to this vision and in in an entrepreneurial environment like mondi they could really thrive and with these ingredients step by step we could develop our seamless digital customer journey what we call approaching marco and 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 natasha as well and we started adding here step by step uh, social media a website by mondi analog touch points as well automated sampling lookbook for catching fields this campaign So last but not least, also importantly, not only on the marketing side, we introduced things, but also we had a sales team who were going and talking to hundreds of customers, visiting them, calling them.
0: Fascinating. So can you walk us through your process from getting approval of an idea to the implementation of it?
1: Yeah, I think the most important part here is um, that such a journey is not started overnight. I think we had this common vision as i have described before we knew in which direction we wanted to go that we we are a truly innovative company and in this regard the process started with a common management team meeting where we found this this view and we developed and step by step as i mentioned before also various ingredients to to this journey and it was A journey we are we started three and a half years ago, and which we have not concluded yet. And I think in this regard, the most important topic was not actually uh, getting approval so much, but to get the buy-in and the understanding of the whole organization. This whole topic is not only about sales, but it is on marketing. It's about customer service. It's about logistics. It's about our paper mills, the technical customer service and not to forget also group IT because they need to help driving this process as well. So I actually spent up to 25, 40% of my time, for instance, last year, explaining what and we do and how we do things and how we involve. And it's not static, but it's really a dynamic process. So uh, this really never stops. And I think this part of the process is, is the, the interesting, fascinating one and also the challenging one.
0: And what have been the results now, three years after starting this process?
1: I think what we are particularly proud of is that we have been able on a digital and on an analog way to talk and have conversations with our Natasha persona, the advertising agency, and we can help them to find inspiration on paper. And we do that through a digital journey. We have been crafting, and we are still crafting. And our ambition is really to fully address Natasha's needs at every touch point of this customer journey. And if you look now on our website Mondi.net, our Instagram channels, if you take these fascinating tools like the Pegraphia Catching Fields lookbook into your hands, you really can feel experience and grasp this idea of talking to those end customers like Natasha. And this is in place now. And um, I think one very nice uh, way to, to, that we are on the right way to see is that we have received just two days ago uh, through through our agency also the award f- for the best integrated marketing campaign in the area of $252,000 to $1 million and uh, won the ACE award. So in this regard, I think it is also being recognized on the outside world.
0: So do you want to just explain a little bit about that campaign?
1: Sure. Now, uh, per Grafica is one of our brands uh, we have particularly in focus. Per Grafica is our brand for design applications and luxury packaging applications. And here we really would like to demonstrate that this brand is also uh, used for those applications. And uh, since the brand was relatively young when we started also with this transformation it was just two and a half years old we had a challenge that the awareness for this brand was still rather limited and in conjunction to this fundamental shift of the digitalization of our marketing approach we also knew that we need to do and make a change happen with our Pecrafica brand and in this regard we have been developing together with true and fully integrated marketing campaign in collaboration with Adobe Stock, the picture, premium picture library from Adobe, to grow the awareness and ignite excitement to our Natasha customer base especially. And this has been kicked off to the outside world last year in October. And um, we start seeing the fruits from that campaign now coming through.
0: And how was that experience? What was it like working
1: with True? True is really a fascinating agency because they, from the very beginning, understood what we are looking for as a company. I think when we work with agencies together in the B2B area, for us, it is really important that they share our vision. They understand what we are working towards, that we have a long idea in place as well and in this regard then it becomes really easy to develop content and various approaches together and it's a fruitful and mutually supporting partnership and this is what we have found with true and they and this makes it also so easy then in everyday work to collaborate
0: So let's talk about the most challenging aspects of turning the ship around and implementing that new culture and mindset. And also, if you were to do it all over again, what would you do differently?
1: Yeah, first of all, I think uh, it's a little bit like having kids, maybe. (laughs) When, uh, When my wife and I were expecting a child, everybody told us, your life will be different. And we said yes of course we know our life will be different and once we had our son then we found out what our friends and colleagues meant life is really different and in this regard i think you need to experience this change also to understand what it means and in this regard in hindsight it is probably relatively difficult to say should we have done it differently because i think this way is uh you go along together as a team is also important to grow together and take everybody along but looking at the history i think spending even more time explaining and telling the story we where we are heading is i think the key factor this is the learning from now and this would also be the change uh, you could do you i think It is just the most important part. Take everybody along, explain what you're doing in this change process, and it's an exciting story and that's something um, everybody can be happy to go for.
0: So broadening things out a little bit, uh, what have you learned over the years about what makes a B2B campaign successful?
1: Yeah, I think uh, what a B2B campaign makes successful is really looking at your what we would call a persona. I think this persona approach has taught us one thing very well. It does not make sense to be everybody's darling. You need to make choices who you want to talk to, what those audiences expect of you, and then make a distinct choice what you want to achieve. This is so important. Uh, Otherwise, you really lose the sharpness of your message or the, the, the directness of your message to your audience that was the first thing i think we learned very well so with the path Grafica catching Fix campaign we clearly had natasha in our focus and the second thing is once you have a great campaign i think activating the ch- channels also downstream through a whole distribution chain along the customer journey That does not help on it. uh, That does not happen on its own. You really need to invest also your full focus in the second part after developing the campaign to really ensure that the content, the message that your campaign arrives at the audiences you have been focusing on. And the last really important topic here is what we also learned. It seems so simple, but in Europe, every country is different. I think we have fantastic different cultures in Europe and the markets are different and you need to appreciate not only the language, but also how differently those uh, countries are structured.
0: And talking about persona concept, you're saying that you don't want to be everybody's darling, but is there a risk sometimes that you might be thinking too narrowly if you just have one Natasha and one Marco, or is there a risk there that it's not going to work?
1: I think if you do your homework and understand your persona and then obviously while developing the campaign, also test your messages, include the customers in checkpoints, include your sales team in checkpoints, and let yourself being challenged by them, then the risk to be too narrow, I think, can be well managed.
0: And are there any examples of creative campaigns that have particularly inspired you, perhaps from other fields or in B2B?
1: Yeah, at the moment for us, we are looking very much at the topic of voice of customer. And in in this regard, maybe not so much in the creative sense, but how companies are structuring this. There are great examples in the other industries, in the B2B and B2C area. I've seen, for instance, from Lufthansa, how they are integrating voice of customer programs throughout their whole customer journey. And I think receiving feedback quickly from customers At the point of contact, or at the touch point itself and not in big customer satisfaction surveys every two years or so, it's really the future to drive and optimize your way in dealing with customers and reacting to quickly changing needs today in a timely manner.
0: So if you could pick only one metric for Mondi marketing to improve over time, what metric would have the greatest and most sustainable impact on the growth of the business?
1: Yeah, I've been talking today a lot of personas and I need to say also here it's actually not the metric. I think the deeper and the better you uh, understand your personas, the better for your marketing approach. And in this regard, I would say if we could improve or maximize not a metric, but an element in our marketing, then it's the quality of the content. I think high quality content, which is tailored to the needs of the personas, is the key success factor for driving B2B marketing success.
0: And what have you learned about working with agencies to really help deliver those strategic goals?
1: Yeah, I think that comes also back to what I've been saying about True earlier. So it is to share and understand the vision. In the past, I have had examples with agencies where the agency wanted to implement their vision with us. And at the end of the day, that does not work if you have this discrepancy. So if you have the same vision on an integrated marketing campaign, for instance, if you share the same long idea, so it's not, we are typically not looking for a very quick campaign, which lasts for two, three months, but we are in there for some years. And in this regard, to share this vision, the long idea, and build a mutual partnership working on such a project, that is, I think, the most important aspect when we are working with agencies.
0: Very interesting. So now let's move on to our rapid fire round. I'm going to ask you some very quick questions and I want you to respond as quickly as you can, just from the gut. Are you ready?
1: Yes, I am. Okay. So number one,
0: advertising or ABM?
1: Targeted advertising.
0: Ah, subtle. Okay. Logic or magic? Logic. Brand building or lead generation?
1: Clearly lead generation.
0: And what would you say is the problem with B2B now?
1: In marketing, it's acceleration.
0: Don Draper would fix the problem by?
1: Getting the job done.
0: (laughs) Okay, and the big one, who's going to win the Euros?
1: (laughs) I'm originally from Germany, so I have to say Germany, although it's highly unlikely.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're still in it, still got a chance. And then the last question I was going to ask you is, is of all the countries that you've travelled to, which one is your favourite?
1: Oh, that's an easy one. Uh, I have clearly a favorite company, uh, country, and that is New Zealand. Oh, right. A beautiful country with a very versatile country at your side.
0: Interesting. And if you could um, tell all CEOs to read one book, what do you think that would be?
1: The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy by Douglas Adams. I oh. think there's a good book we, everyone can learn something from
0: lovely it's the internet before the internet Uh, (laughs) and one final question do you have a favorite don draper moment or quotation
1: um it's change is neither good or bad it simply is
0: nice bernhard thanks so much for a really insightful interesting chat i've really enjoyed speaking with you and learning more about your philosophy there at Mondi. thanks for being on the show
1: thank you very much it was a pleasure
0: I'm Stuart Black. See you next time on B2B Marketing Needs Don Draper.